Hello and welcome to the Working Tools Podcast, where today we'll be discussing ancient usage and custom. Ladies and gentlemen, brethren all, welcome to the Working Tools Podcast, a casual conversation around Freemasonry. First, it's important to note that our thoughts and opinions are our own and do not reflect those of our Grand Lodge or respective craft or concordant bodies. Please connect with us and ask questions via our website at theworkingtoolspodcast.com. Welcome back to the show. I'm David Colbeth, a past master with King Solomon Lodge number 60 in Auburn, Washington. And I'm joined tonight by our regular hosts, worshipable brother Jared Dunham of Penticton Lodge number 147 in British Columbia, and our original host, worshipable brother Steve Chung of Prince Charles Lodge number 153 in Kelowna, British Columbia. As I mentioned in the opener, tonight we'll be discussing ancient usage and custom from the Short Talk Bulletin number, volume number 32, sorry, volume 32, number four, <laughs> written by Most Worship Brother Carl H. Claudie in 1954. And Most Worship Brother Carl goes through this paper and discusses the ideas of what is an ancient custom, ancient usage or ancient custom in our practices, uh, things that we do physically or things that are in the uh, in our standard works and in our in the blue room we we're kind of talking about well what is a custom or usage versus law and we all have our code or constitution that's kind of required elements and then we have the things that we do that maybe aren't spelled out and jared had an opinion about that well my whole my whole thing was the fact that in the article he says that and he, he says that uh Ancient use and custom of the fraternity may be considered law, whether or not legally enacted as such by a grand lodge. But I'm like, but a custom is something that isn't law. So <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm like, we have laws. We have, we have I, oh, actually, I hate to use the term law. We have Masonic law, mm -hmm. but we can't really call it law. We have Masonic law, we have ritual, and then we have the customs. And I, I think that's what he's taught. Like here, it seems that he wants to talk about customs as opposed to things that we have to do it's the things that we sort of do in our individual lodges differently yeah but those past masters in the lodge sure seem like it's law they make it sound like it's law <laughs> and and don't some some lodges it's just kind of like a local government too you can at least in the United States anyway, there's federal law and there's state law and there's county and city and every, you can layer on, you can add more, but you can't take away. So there's Grand Lodge law, Masonic law, code and constitution. And then there may be a bylaw within the lodge that they've established. And so while it's technically a, maybe a custom or usage, but maybe they've enacted it as a law. Well, but a bylaw is a law. It's got the word, it's, it's got the word, it's a bylaw. <laughs> so it's bylaw. But it wasn't before. I mean, it is now, of course. Yeah, it become like so, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on to the article. <laughs> well, so what are things that you might consider adding to? Why would somebody want to make something a bylaw, a law, rather than just a, a custom? You're asking me. Sure, you or Steve. I'm, we're the only two well, here, three here. I don't, so, well, I think. Well. Um, <laughs> But I mean that I'm not. I'm not. So we put it into a bylaw so that it is written. It is law. When it's a custom, it's not. So 
uh, if we want something to always be in our lodge from there moving forward, we turn it into a bylaw. So that it, it withstands that past master's preference or maybe you can't get everybody to necessarily agree on it and you want to establish the way we do it. And so you make it a, a standing rule. Do you guys have standing rules in BC? We call them, we call them standing rule. It's in your bylaws and here's your bylaws. Usually, at least for us anyway, they outline where you meet, the time you meet, some basic things like that. And then we have a section called standing rules, which are really those kind of customs. Maybe we donate every year a hundred bucks to the orphan society, whatever the things that you do normally, we always send three guys to the uh, lodge leadership retreat, for example, or these kind of customary things, maybe not lodge uh, floor work or things like that, but there's other customs outside of the lodge room itself too, that are standing rules in our bylaws. Do you guys do that? No, those are called bylaws. <laughs> well, they're they're in. The, we don't have. I, they're I, in the bylaws. I, I shouldn't say. I've never been. In, I've never been involved in a lodge that has anything other than bylaws. Yeah. Like, if if you want it to be something that we do every year, we always enacted a bylaw. And I apologize. Our standing rules are part are a part of the yeah. bylaw. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 So we have each lodge has their bylaws, and then we have the customs or the but. See, I look at the customers as the, as the way things that the way we do some things in lodge that other lodges may not do it the same way. Um, and if and, we're, and if we're jumping in really. right now, I can already, I can give you one example from at least from Headley, not from Penticton, because I haven't been around Penticton long enough to learn some of their idiosyncrasies. But are we are we jumping right in? Uh, yeah, we we could either. Well, let's ho hold that one. So my okay. thought was maybe in the next segment we get to our own lodge customs that are, that are unique from the article so right. first of all i want to remind everybody that we're going to post the show notes the article link to the article and also a link to the uh short talk bulletin audio so you can listen to it as well and then what well, so we always recommend that you kind of maybe go and read the article or listen to the article if it's audio and then come back and listen watch our show and then you can argue with us and uh anyway so <laughs> so one of the things now. he talks about what's it what pause now yeah, yeah, yeah. Come back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what he talks about in the article is the idea of landmarks, right? And I don't know about your constitution, but there's a couple of different versions of landmarks out there. We have Mackey's landmarks in ours, the 25 landmarks. They're referenced as the landmarks, the ancient landmarks of Freemasonry. They're referenced in our constitution. They're referenced in our standard work but they're not enacted as actual landmarks in our constitution. They're referenced and there's a, it's an addenda in our constitution. Do you all have official landmarks in your I constitutions think, that you know? I think we do. And if you give me five seconds, I can pull up ours. Cause I think I'm pretty sure that you're talking, are you talking, we had, Oh, see, this is what happens when I work from memory back in the early 20th century, there were some agreed upon. Uh-huh landmarks and I, pike, there, I think in the back of yeah. ours actually there's a, there's <clears> both <throat> mackie and landmarks Pikes. of the order there's 25 of them yeah that's those are the mackie landmarks yeah well, you think that the lackey mackie no and because pike there's pike in there i think he is yeah, hey, you know, don't do math on tv i think it's 16 ish pike has 16 ish landmarks or something it's in the teens number of landmarks 
So, by the way, while I was at leadership retreat this weekend, I was talking with a brother that happens to watch the show, and he, he was saying that one of the things he likes about our show is that we don't always know the answer that we go always we can say we don't know we should probably research that and i always felt just to bear my soul here a little bit i always felt like i need to do more studying i need to do more research i really need to know the answers to provide when we talk about it so we're not kind of stumbling in the dark here but he appreciated the idea that we were just honest hey we don't know everything well we're going to go look it up and it'll cause us and so i'm hoping that those listeners and viewers and stuff that'll do the same for them it'll cause them to go and look up those topics or those ideas and so just a yeah. little filler there while you're looking up the landmarks yeah. <laughs> well actually it's not in our constitution okay so but it is on the grand lodge website that's nice and, 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 and it's a, see, a similar thing with us it's in our it's as an addenda in our constitution and it's referenced as to observe the ancient landmarks right but now on the grand lodge states the landmarks of freemasonry as compiled by albert mackey in, that, in 1858, mm -hmm. are not universally accepted. Right. They are not really landmarks at all. For example, the system of three degrees of craft Freemasonry isn't a landmark. The third degree didn't exist at the time of the formation of the first Grand Lodge in England. Uh, landmark eight is also a controversial item in some jurisdictions. Landmark 14, or I guess eight is the prerogative of the Grand Master to make Masons and such. And then Landmark 14, which is the right of every Mason to visit and sit in every regular lodge. Um, it's noteworthy since some jurisdictions, visiting is considered a privilege. Landmark 20, which is subsidiary to the belief in God, is the belief in a resurrection to a future life. Um, Landmark 20 regarding resurrection raises theological questions which some jurisdictions feel uh, unqualified to address. So in, in some ways, the enumeration of landmarks has not been accepted or authorized by this Grand Lodge. So, and this is only presented as a historical document. Right. So it's not, they're, they're not recognized by the Grand Lodge. But I'll bet if you look at your constitution, I'll bet in there in several places it references the ancient yeah. landmarks of Freemasonry. I'll bet it has those words in it. Can you, are, are, do you have a PDF, Jared? I do. And you know, you know, as soon as you said that, that I was going to go. Uh, <laughs> Control F. Let us, let us do the search function here. Sorry, I'm going to have to lean in a little bit because. That's okay. So I'll, I'll bet it's referenced radio, at least half a dozen times. Great. What was that to you? He's got a face for radio. It's great. Oh no, he's oh, handsome. <laughs> oh, it would help if I could type. I'll, I'll bet our I'll bet his reference in our constitutions at least half a dozen times. The ancient landmarks of Freemasonry. Uh, show results. <laughs> oh, hold on. Five. Just five. Okay, yeah. See you it. type in ancient landmarks, it comes up with five. Now, I was I was going to say at the end of our constitution, we do have our um, what are called the aims and relationships. Aims, aims and relationships, which is, a, I believe, if I'm reading this correctly, so it's sort of sets out what what the Grand Lodge believes and our duties. And it was, uh, I believe, it was written along with uh, the the UGLE and the Grand Lodge of Ireland and Scotland back in 1938. Okay, so and that sort of sets out some of the things that the law, you know, 
Is that is, would that be a precursor to the regular standard the standards of regular Grand Lodges? The recognition uh, of regular Grand Lodges? Maybe I don't know. Hmm. I'll, be oh, God, I said, I'll be curious to see what, what what that says. What that talks about. Right. The aims, huh? It kind of sounds like a little bit not a mission, but a. I could send a copy of this to you, but you're not a member of our Grand Lodge, so you can't have it. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting <laughs> so, we're, but we're getting a little off track here. That's uh, all right. I mean, these are things that are, they're part of, again, are they, so as you just stated, our constitution, the law references yes. ancient landmarks. Five times, and, yes. At least five times. Yes, hold on a but, second. So the, but they're not. The, the first time I think is just defining what ancient landmarks is. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Oh. Okay, ancient landmarks means those essential, those, those essentials of Freemasonry without any one of which it would no longer be Freemasonry. Okay. So one of the ancient, one of the landmarks is obviously I have to be involved because you know. those essentials. What essentials? I, I don't know. Right? How do you do? So, so we assume okay. since it uses the word specifically ancient landmarks, it's not like things we believe or uh, ideas we espouse to. It's specifically ancient landmarks, and then as if by magic, the Mackie ancient landmarks are published. Even on your website, I'll bet they're even an addendum in the back of your addendum in the back of your constitution, just no, like ours. Not. Oh, they're not. No, they're not. And actually, okay, I got. I have to backtrack. Only three of those uh, references to ancient landmarks are actually in our constitution. The laws, the rules. Okay. The other two are just part of the appendix. Appendices. Yeah. Well, ours is an appendix too. I apologize. It's, yeah. it's not an addendum. It's an appendix. But yeah. But still, it's just interesting that they're in as an appendix in the in the constitution and they're referenced right. in the constitution but they're not adopted or defined <laughs> or defined Although i believe uh now hold on i'm gonna open so now there we now we're in this but gray area maybe, this question maybe that's done on purpose maybe that's to give us you know things to debate for the rest of time yeah so we're in this squishy gray right. area of what's a land what's a custom <laughs> and what's a law because we consider our, we just said we are, we consider our constitution to be law. Oh, that's hilarious! In our in our book of ceremonies, it's it's referenced five times. <laughs> as if by magic. <laughs> <laughs> as if by magic. Uh, yeah, I just I've always thought it was funny that when I when I was reading through the constitution and I got to the back of it and there's all this extra stuff in our constitution. There's several additional appendices that are some of the ancient work, the ancient constitutions, and they're hard to read. I don't know if you've ever, if you have those or if you've delved into it, it's, I, I, I can't even say those words because they're just, they're so hard to read them. The ancient, ancient English. Ancient, ancient English. It, it, it's the, you know, the, <clears throat> the thines and thous and before even yeah even before that and it's the the way they would spell words now i'm gonna, now I'm gonna have to pull it out you guys got to ad lib while i pull mine up you're gonna have to pull because mm -hmm. I, I mean i'm thinking like are you talking like middle english are we talking chaucer level you, like english? almost yeah yeah in the spring sorry but um yeah because it's interesting because uh yeah it mentions it five times and mainly when they're installing a new master <laughs> that he's gonna follow the ancient landmarks. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, no, it's like <laughs> sure. And those are, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, just for fun, I'm gonna search for mine as well. 
It's part of the mystery that is Freemasonry. One, are you, are you, two, oh, you're doing the PDF of your... Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Ours is an appendix, yeah. And so seven. Ours is referenced seven times Ooh. in our code. And then there's been the become the appendix. Right. And then what's... Oh, you know what's not in this... In my printed version, my old printed version, it had these additional appendix and not in the in this PDF version. Interesting. I may have to go back and find an old. Uh, sorry, a little dead time on there, guys. What a <laughs> Well, you know, this is the whole thing. Well, going back to that document now. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, there, there's, a, there's one example. Similarly, it's, it's the ancient custom not to speak in lodge without the permission of the master. That is obtained by standing either at the familiar salute or under the sign of fidelity and waiting for recognition before speaking. Yep. Right. I, I didn't know that that was a custom. I just thought that was done as a sign of respect. It's neither. It's in our constitution. Is it? it I, so I it's a law for you. In our, it's in our law that, that, that I'd, I'd read it, but I don't think that's actually kosher. <laughs> Reading things out in, in out on, but yeah, it's, it's actually in our constitution. I looked because that's what I did this after. That's what I did when I was rereading re this afternoon. Is I went through and went, but that's law, but that's law, but that's law. So that <laughs> so that's law. Yeah. It's not an ancient custom. Yeah, it's it's mm. regulate. It, it's it's it, it's actually a. There's six points in this regulation dis discussing. Well, actually, it doesn't. But yeah, it's it's literally it's it's spelt out in our constitution that you have to that you do that. Hmm. So here, here's a quick jump back to what I was talking about. Just real quick, in a quick a sentence here. I think what it's supposed to say is no person of what degree soever be accepted a Freemason unless he shall have a lodge of five Freemasons at least. At least. So, but it's no N O E person P S O N of what degree soever S O E V E R be accepted a free double F for some reason Mason unless right. with the V. He shall have a lodge of five Freemasons at ATT ye ye least at ye least. So it's this kind of old, old, eclectic, interesting English. Okay. You do realize that prior to the 18th century and the introduction of the first dictionary in English, that spelling wasn't really considered an important thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because yeah. it couldn't you, because there wasn't actually even agreed upon spellings. Mm. so yeah someone had, someone had like I, I was listening to something the other day and they said two plus two is two is four because we say it is some it was part of the symbols <laughs> it was a, it was a symbols right. uh podcast i was listening to and they said it's only four because we say it is well, what if we had said before that two plus two is seven okay well it would be seven it's only because we defined and seven it would have been four right like whatever symbol yeah i know yeah and and it is, it's two plus two is four, but so is three plus one and one plus but, three. But two plus two isn't four; it's IV. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. So so if we go down the list here, the uh, as Steve mentioned, standing, you know, the authority of the worship master is pretty resolute. He he is the ultimate authority in lodge. Mm -hmm. It's not like a president 
it's not like but and, and that's pretty well defined i wouldn't say that's a custom as much as it is defined as he is but it's certainly defined, a usage it's defined in our constitution yeah 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 so i wouldn't say it's so much of a custom any, any anything about those other than the idea of standing to speak or whatever that i mean some of these things it's like saluting the worship master now that's in our our standard work and yeah yeah mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I would consider, I wouldn't consider that a custom because it's in our ritual. Right. You know, no. interesting. In, uh, uh, the walking between the master and the Bible. Uh huh. I didn't, I didn't make the connection that this, the article, I just thought because the East was always, I always, I always looked at the East as being that special place in the lodge. Cause yeah. you, you know, so that you just never walk in between the Bible and the master because it just was, because they're the two special things in lodge. Well, yeah, but it, if my memory serves me correctly, lodges that practice the emulation ritual, the mm -hmm. Bible is placed right directly in front of the master's podium. So there's no possibility of you walking between them. Oh, interesting. So it's interesting yes. that we, that, you know, the, the volume of the sacred law is moved further away from the master's podium in. You know, in in some of the pictures I've seen, drawings and stuff, yeah, it's right in yeah, front. The yeah. altar is right in front. Yeah. Interesting. So I hadn't, I hadn't thought about it that way. And I, I was, we say, I don't think I'm giving you anything like something that's in the code or anything that, that the master draws his knowledge from the great lights. Right. And that's why you don't pass. Right. Necessarily. And so for uh, the article talked about that. The worship master is supposed to receive his knowledge yet, but he also is in charge. He has a special charge to protect, essentially, the the great lights. And so that's, and he's charged to regard it. So that's why mm -hmm. you're not supposed to pass right. in the East. I hadn't heard that before. Yeah, I, I, that's the first time I had heard that same reasoning as well. Um, but it does make good sense. It's common sense, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if he's charged to do it, right? Yeah. So in in the saluting the worship master, we all agree that it's kind of it's in our standard work. That's what you should do. Mm -hmm. And but what about without giving up too much here on the show? I, and I don't know that I've ever heard anybody talk about it, so I don't feel like custom you know, being able to talk about it. Uh, there's certain steps that we take <laughs> as part of that the saluting the worship master uh, in the beginning, right? As part of your degree, you take certain steps. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in some Grand Lodges, I know, they include those steps every time they salute the master, not just during the degree. Yeah, the ones that do that funny Canadian work. Yeah, Canadian, the Canadian ritual, you stand a specific way while giving the signs. And yeah. then do you change it each time you give each sign? Yes, the okay. different signs have a different position. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But we don't do it in the ancient. We're... In in most lodges here, I would say that we're lazy or whatever, and, and most people don't change, don't adjust your feet. They don't adjust their feet. Right. They don't have the stance. They just do the sign, the, the salute to the master, and that's it. Mm -hmm. But impressed me when I was a younger, newer Mason, not younger, <laughs> when I was a newer Mason, and I saw this man come into the lodge, and he was decked out a tuxedo white gloves on it was really really cool happened to be prince hall mason it was it was he was sharp and mm. he came in did the full salute the 
advancement of the stepping and everything. And then I thought, oh, from that moment on, at my at the sideline, I'm going to make my adjustments and stand properly when I'm giving the sign. Because in my opinion, that's the first time you receive well, that idea. That's what you're supposed to do. So then is it a custom then thing for oh, them sure. to do that? Because we don't do that in our lodge. I mean, during the degrees and whatnot, we take certain steps. But when we are, are giving the do guard and penal sign, um, we're not doing the footwork like they do in that funny Canadian work. So I, I, I don't remember ever hearing it, so I can't give the whole thing. But in ours, it says, I don't know. Uh, it, it says the master, as soon as the guy, uh, I, 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 I don't feel comfortable <laughs> with it without reading an article that talks about it, but it says the master does it all, at least in our case, when the, when the first guy, the guy sees it, he's doing all of it. And the, the position he's standing in a certain way, he provides this, he, he shows him how to deliver this, the, the, mm-hmm. the, uh, salute to the master. Right. And he's in that full position. And so my thought, that's the first time he sees it. It's in our standard work. Why don't we do that back to him? He tells us this is how you do it. So why aren't we doing that? It's, I would agree that maybe it could be implied as a custom because it's not really part of it. So when we say in Lodge, you know, the master might say, um, attend. Well, <laughs> and, and we all do it, but anyway. If, if like, in our lodge, we would be told you will salute the master on the step and with the do guard and penal sign. So if we are told to on the step, then we would give the steps. Right? But... Um, uh, we don't have that in normal practice. So that, yeah. <laughs> yep. So I'm excited to get into, but we're not even on number five. We got 23 to go here. Okay. <laughs> and we only have, so, you only have a few minutes left, but I'm excited so. to get to the next one. Number five on the list. If you had a list in front of you, I'm excited to get to that one. So uh, I, maybe this is a great time to, to take pause and we'll come back on the next show. Yeah, that's a great idea. All right. Well, thank you all for the listening to the working tools podcast. I'm David Colbeth and uh, have a great night. We will see you next week on behalf of worst brother, Jared, Stephen Chung and myself. Thank you for joining the worker tools podcast. Good night. Mm-hmm.